This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Support for this WXAV podcast is being provided by Bookies, new and used books. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago, Bookies specializes in new and used books. Their selection includes new releases, bestsellers, and books that are out of print. For more information, please visit their website at bookieschicago.com. You can also find them on Facebook by searching Bookies Chicago or call them at 773-239-1110. Support for WXAV 88.3 FM is being provided by the Northwest Community Credit Union. If you live or work in Lake, Will, or suburban Cook Counties, you can become a member of the Northwest Community Credit Union. For 80 years, the credit union has offered a comprehensive roster of financial products and services to help their members meet their financial goals. For more information on becoming a member, please visit their website at nwccu.com. You can also call them at 847-647-1030 or stop in at the Credit Union House on the St. Xavier campus across from the Graham School of Management. Hello and welcome to another episode of Awesome Albums here on WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. We are your hosts, Caesar and Eddie. And Eddie, last week we promised our listeners that we will be talking about the self-titled Smith's album. Yeah, Smith's debut self-titled album came out in 1984 and it really put the band on the map. Yes, yes, with singles such as This Charming Man, Hand in Glove. They are an essential indie rock group, and this is an essential album for the Smiths. Yeah, and thinking about the time period, too, you know, you have the 80s, so, you know, you have that 80s distinct sound. And the Smiths definitely have that sound, but they weren't superstars back then. No. Their popularity has come after they've broken up. Yeah. Usually when, you know, somebody talks about the Smiths, they usually talk about The Queen is Dead. That was, I think, their most popular album. The Queen is Dead has gotten a lot of praise. Many people recognize it as their best. So we wanted to take this time to talk about their self-titled. So let's just jump into it. Yes, yes. And uh, right from the get-go, Reel Around the Fountain establishes the Smith's tone and sound. Yes. Right off the bat, you get their iconic, happy, positive, optimistic music while getting that harsh right turn on Morrissey's lyrics. Yes, it's sad and melancholy. And one thing I want to say is that Reel Around the Fountain also establishes the subject matter throughout this album, as well as other Smith's songs, talking about relationships, love, sex, and a little bit of uh, homosexuality. Yeah, definitely. And it's no different in this song as well, because right off the bat, some of the lyrics reference adultness that comes with people having sex and stuff. Yeah. Like the line, it's time the tale were told on how you took a child and made him old. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's sort of this rite of passage thing that people go through. And also I like in the music how even though this is the 80s and there's this idea of rock bands with, you know, guitars, bass and drums, they add a lot of other instruments like Uh, a little organ sound and piano and strings within the mix and it all combines together and creates a really nice pretty musically sounding song yes uh, it's one of my favorite tracks it's a good track to start off the album 
And then right after that, we get into You've Got Everything Now, which is a little bit more upbeat, a little yeah. bit of faster, but still has those negative vibe lyrics in there. Yeah. Not only is Morrissey saying that he's messed up his own life, but he's better that somebody else is doing better. You know, you've got everything now. And I like the way he explains his mindset into it because, you know, it goes into the thought and reasons on why he feels like he has nothing. Like, oh, he doesn't have a job. His friend's lost. Oh, he's being too shy. He doesn't have a significant other. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, he's kind of doing it to himself. But at the same time, he's like putting this person on a pedestal in a way. Yeah. I like to think that this song is very relatable. One of their most relatable songs. A lot of people feel like they're not successful and they know it's their fault. So I think Morrissey talking about that is actually really cool, but, you know, in a way that they, he can express it and others can understand. And then up next, we have Miserable Lie, which is, I think, one of my favorite songs on the album. It starts off very slow, very quiet, and it, it ends with like this spiraling fast beats and Guitar solo. Guitar solo and wailing from Morrissey that I thought was annoying when I first heard it. But, you know, hearing it again, I was just like, oh, you know, it's actually it adds to the track. Yeah. And it's funny because the track title is Miserable Lie. But in the lyrics, the line that follows right before Miserable Lie is love is a miserable lie. Mm-hmm. So it's very nice how Morrissey plays with that idea of love again. Yeah. And... That is no different in the next song where Pretty uh, Girls Make Graves. Pretty Girls Make Graves. The lyrics show how confused somebody can be and how like this girl can keep trying to convince this guy to love and be in love with her. And even though she keeps trying this at the end of the day, she just ends up finding some other guy. Yeah. Yeah. I especially I wrote this down. I like the lyric give up to lust. Oh, heaven knows we'll soon be dust. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like this is the first time in the album where we get hints of uh, Morrissey's sexuality, which is, you know, greatly explored after this song. And then, you know, he he says, I lost my faith in womanhood. And we get a reference to Hand in Glove, which is a song in the later half of, of the album. And speaking of Hand in Glove, again, explores themes of relationships, love. I think this one is a little bit of a fantasy for Morrissey. You know, the relationship is different because it's just them. But like that's kind of a naive way to seeing relationships. Like, of course, you feel that way because you maybe him himself had never felt that way about another person. And and that connection is just really bringing out those feelings. But a lot of people have relationships that they feel are just like nothing else. Yeah. And it kind of ties back to the theme of the name of the song, Hand in Glove. You know, when your hand's in a glove. Yeah, you can still uh, use it and touch stuff with it. But there's a distinct difference from having that and, you know, doing something with your bare naked hand. Yeah. Overall, it is another one of my favorite tracks. One of the top tracks in their discography. Yeah, I would say so, too. A single that really boosted their popularity, their name back at the time. Love the harmonica, too. Really great. But of course, would it be a Smith song with some melancholy and sadness? He ends the song with I'll probably never see you again. So it's like self-sabotage in a way, you know, you know, Morrissey saying that the relationship is different. It's unique and he doesn't care if people stare, you know, he loves this person, you know, but at the end of the day, he's just like, oh, you know, this is never going to happen again. I'll probably never see you again. Yeah. 
And the next track after Hand and Glove, What Difference Does It Make, also relates to that in that, you know, no matter what decisions people take, sometimes the situation always ends up the same with no difference in the end, you know? Yeah. And it's people still trying to deal with these like remaining feelings for each other, even if there's no way to properly express them. Mm -hmm. And that kind of ties into this charming man where it's like a damsel in distress opens with somebody on the side of the road calling for help. And yeah, this person comes in, gives them a ride, gives them a lift. And it dives into this idea that somebody can be so good looking and charming right off the bat. And how can pieces seem to fit so perfectly? Yeah. When at the end of the day, nothing happens in the end. Yeah. Another essential track, too. One of their biggest. Love the track. Love the message behind it, too. Super 80s vibe. Yeah. I would agree. After that, we get to another one of my favorite tracks, Still Ill. In stark contrast to This Charming Man, Still Ill is another sad song, melancholic um, we do have a little bit of sadness in Morrissey's voice, wailing again. And, you know, Morrissey also has this, like, longing, not for a person, but for a society, more specifically, like, London owes him something. Mm-hmm. That him releasing these songs and his popularity getting bigger means that, like, how he says in the song, London is mine and it owes me a living, Yeah, you know? And speaking of owing him something, we have I Don't Owe You Anything. Again, ties into a relationship and he's owed something. He's getting drunk, trying to charm somebody. And then he's pretty angry in the chorus when he doesn't get what he wants. Did I walk all this way to hear you say no? And, you know, he's like, repay me now at the end of the chorus. He's pretty angry about not getting what he wants. And he's angry about not getting what he wants. Yet in the lyrics, he references... This idea of playing the dating game where you don't go up to people, you let them come to you, mm-hmm. and he's mad with the results either way. Yeah, he just can't win. But it's a very nice chill song, and it's a typical Smith song with a positive background. And Yes, Johnny Marr's guitar on this track is probably my favorite on the album. He does so many great things. He turns like these simple chords into intricate arpeggios and he's able to color it up with a couple effects like like a chorus, you know, yeah. that, that just add a lot of color to it. Yeah. Very typical for the time, but Johnny Marr is able to make it his own. I agree. Then we get to the last track, Stuff for Little Children. And you told me that there's this whole story behind this. The story goes that um, it was part of a a murder and the names that he references are you know people who were killed and they were children yes which is why the track is called several little children yeah and i think the line that sticks out to me most is that you might sleep but you will never dream yeah relating to the fact that these kids were killed in cold blood and even though their suffering is over they're dead they didn't die with peace they didn't die with dignity no very it's a very heavy track to leave this album which was mainly about sex and relationships and love this kind of comes out of nowhere but maybe that was the intention yeah and again johnny marr and the rest of the group is able to color full it up thinking it's a positive light-hearted song when once you dive into the lyrics and substance of, of it all it gets very dark very fast 
And then towards the end of the track, you can hear children laughing. It's yeah. kind of, it, it adds a creepy vibe to the, the whole song. Yeah. So uh, very surprising to hear this at the end of the track listing. And what would you say are some of your highlights for the album? I would say definitely Miserable Lie, Pretty Girls Make Graves, Still Ill, and Hand in Glove. Mainly because I like how Morrissey connects the songs. Still Ill, you can interpret it as his sexual involvement with men as an illness, or that's what he thinks at least. And he connects that to what difference does it make? He brings up Ill again in that song. But, you know, Miserable Lie was a song that I didn't like when I first heard it. Love it now, uh, especially the wailing. But like he connects what difference does it make to Miserable Lie. If you remember at the end of that song, he's also wailing. That sounds very similar to Miserable Lie. So this album, I love it because it just connects. There's certain pieces that connect. Pretty Girls Make Graves, another highlight for me. At the end of the song, he connects it to Hand and Glove. Makes a reference. And then Hand and Glove is also another highlight of mine. I have to agree with you on some of those tracks. This Charming Man, Still Ill, and Hand in Glove are my personal favorite. And they're all bunched up together too. Yeah. And I like them because they intrigue me a lot musically. And I think that it's some of the times where the Smiths were able to really own their sound while also not playing on its tropes. You know, mm -hmm. like, like Hand in Glove does not sound like a happy song. But it still, you know, has his distinct lyrics on there. But I will also say um, the opening song, Reel Around the Fountain, is a great track to just start off the album and really brings you into the experience. I agree. While we are talking about the things that we like, I will say that the hand that rocked the cradle didn't really stand out to me in any way. I thought that, yeah, I agree with you there. I thought that that song kind of doesn't really go anywhere musically. It's a really consistent thing and it's just something for Morrissey to put lyrics on top of yeah and there's there's not much more to it other than that and in fact I think that the opening of that song just sounds a little bit like the opening for Miserable Lie they sound very similar to each other yeah when I really listened to it and I heard the guitars I kind of got bored because there was nothing interesting or exciting about the music it just stayed the same throughout the entire song and Suffer Little Children while it does come out of nowhere. If you think about it, it doesn't really fit lyrically into the album. I don't dislike it. It's more of just like, oh, okay, this is something different for the end of the album, you know? Still a good track, though. Yeah. And for this record to be the Smiths debut self-titled, it was an awesome album. I agree, Eddie. And I think that concludes our discussion of the Smiths self-titled album. Tune in next week when we talk about Pure Comedy by Father John Misty. You just listened to another episode of Awesome Albums here on WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, WXAV.com, for more information on your escape from Ordinary Radio.